This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run, makes the play. Wow. Flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left, really deep. Oh, my goodness, what a shot by Aaron Jones. home run to the back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. No, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Yankees win. What is going on, guys? This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4. Episode 128, I'm sorry, 148, episode 148 of the podcast tonight. Um, it is Thursday, August 20th, as I speak, um, a couple hours after the New York Yankees get swept by their fathers um, at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> um, yeah, it was not a good week. It was a terrible week if you're a Yankees fan. Um, not just the losses, but the injuries seem to be piling up and piling up and piling up as they usually do. Um, yeah. So that, that's, you know, that's, what we're going to get into tonight uh, for episode 148, nothing out of the norm, but you know, I have been watching, um, you know, I've been paying attention to this, uh, the NBA playoffs, <clears throat> right. And I've been putting money down in a couple of games. Um, <laughs> had a good day today, you know, um, what was it? The Miami Heat, Indiana Pacers game. Miami keeps winning. They looked good. They took the victory. That Gordon Dragage, man. I tell you, that Gordon Dragage. I sound like a fucking um, like you're one of your casual, old school boomer type of fans. There, that Gordon Dragage can sure shoot. Uh, no, but he's good. Um, Jimmy Butler was doing his thing. So they won. The Rockets beat OKC. Also had money on that. Um, I know the Bucks right now are playing Orlando. And then later tonight is the Los Angeles Lakers uh, Blazers game, who actually took game one from the Lakers. So, you know, there's been a couple of upsets there have been already, which is pretty interesting. Um, but I think, you know, in the end, I think, you know, like we usually get, it'll be the great teams making it further. Um, you know, I, I, uh, yeah, it's been interesting. I like what I'm seeing so far from, uh, the Clippers, although they didn't look great last night. Um, but I think that's going to be my team to come out of the West. <laughs> now the Western conference is difficult. You know, you also have the Lakers. I think fucking everyone's talking about the Lakers and Clippers meeting in the Western conference finals. So, you know, that's going to be interesting. I think that could happen. There's a very good shot that both of those teams meet. But I do think the Clippers 
are going to be the superior team in the end. Um, but at the same time, I always feel like LeBron James is going to do something, pull something out of his ass and, and make his <laughs> make the uh, fucking finals for the, what, 12th time in a row or in his career, whatever. Not that he wins many. Um, but yes, guys, we are back with episode 148 of the podcast. And um, listen, you know, the Yankees haven't been playing well. They have not been playing well. They've been getting hurt. Um, nothing is is in a good spot. We are uh, we are officially in second place now in the division. Um, it's disappointing. It's frustrating. But at the same time, don't say I never told you. You know, and what I mean by that is this team. There was no way this team was going to get through a season. I don't care how many games healthy. They just, they seem to have a curse or they just seem to be very soft, very brittle and can never manage to stay healthy. Uh, The latest news, you know, turns out we've got three guys potentially heading to the DL in the last two games. Um, Zach Britton the other night, you know, lets up a couple of singles in a row, takes a loss. Now he's headed to the DL. Um, Forget what it was. Um, And then today it's Glaber Torres in the hamstring. It's James Paxton getting an MRI on the arm. That's never good. But, I mean, if I didn't tell you about James Paxton before, you know, uh, you haven't been listening because I've been saying this. You know, and everybody saw this coming. Everybody saw it. Everybody who watches him, who watches the Yankees, who have seen, um, who has seen Paxton pitch so far this season, they saw it coming. You know, he's, he's already had a, a four-mile-per-hour drop on his, on his um, fastball this season, you know, give or take a few decimals, but we saw that coming. You know, he did not look sharp um, to open up the season. Then he looked good in one start, and the last two, including today, have kind of been mediocre. Um, the velocity has dropped. He's not getting as many strikeouts here and there. Um, it's just, you know, it's not looking pretty. Um, he's headed to get an MRI and I'm pretty sure the news is not going to be good. Um, never liked that trade to begin with. Um, not that Sheffield was a big time prospect. I was looking at, you know, it's one of those, you get what you pay for kind of things. We gave away a mediocre, you know, prospect who was kind of on the decline at one point. Sheffield may have been a top guy, but didn't look like he had that anymore. Um, and he's not really amounted to anything yet. Um, and then we get, you know, Paxton who's been very middling in return. You know, he pitched one good game maybe last year in the playoffs, maybe was okay for another round low, but now he's just, it's the same issue so far in the regular season. He's not healthy. And, um, you know, he hasn't proved much to me. He's been very, very middle of the road, maybe above average if I'm going to be positive, uh, optimistic here. You know, if I'm being nice, he's not been much better than average. Um, so he's probably going to go to DL. Glaber Torres, who has been absolutely dreadful to watch this season, both at the plate and at shortstop. Well, um, you know, there's a chance he's going to be on an extended DL trip as well with the hamstring, because we know hamstrings can take forever. <clears throat> right, Giancarlo? Um, so that sucks. You know, you know, he was struggling. But, you know, there's obviously the ceiling, the talent that, you know, he could have still turned it around. Um, but now he's, you know, there's a great chance he's not going to be with us for a bit. Um, 
DJ LeMayu, you know, the same thing here. It seems like it's going to be a two to three week thing. If I'm going to hit the, uh, if there's an over under button, I'm hitting the over. It's going to be at least three weeks knowing the Yankees and, you know, they, they want to be cautious here in 60 games. Um, Aaron judge, they're saying there's a chance he could return this weekend, Saturday, the earliest. That's a positive. Um, but we'll see, right. We're at a point now it's, it's, let's see actions. Um, and you know, him and DJ are the two biggest pieces to this team offensively, right? You've obviously got Cole, um, in the rotation, but you know, for this offense to do what we want them to do, those two will need to be healthy and effective. Um, You've obviously got Aaron Judge with the power, with the impeccable eye, the plate discipline. And then you've got DJ LeMayu, who even more importantly, in my opinion, brings a completely new dynamic to this Yankees team. You know, he's a guy who's going to make contact. He is a guy who is going to, um, you know, settle for slapping the ball to right field and not just always trying to hit the long ball. So, you know, they missed those two these week, uh, this weekend for sure. That was, you know, a brutal, brutal three-game stretch where we got swept by the Tampa uh, Tampa Bay race and um you know it, it showed that we needed LeMayu. Um so let, let's recap the uh series game by game really quick and then I guess we'll talk a little bit more about um why they why the Yankees played the way they did. So let's head to break and um as soon as we get back we'll recap games one, two and three, you know, of the series, um which were games twenty three, twenty four and twenty five, if I remember correctly on the season. Yes. So um, yeah, we're going to head to break and uh, we'll be right back, guys. All right. Guys, really quick, I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media. You can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website, go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com. Com, and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys, thank you. Let's get back to the show. So game one, it was Masahiro Tanaka. Yankees took the three to six loss in that one. Um, don't know why I said it like that. Three to six. <laughs> they took the six three loss. Uh, Tanaka, he got shelled, you know, and, and even the uh, outs he was recording early on were hard hit outs um but he only won four frames um was banged around for eight hits um served up six runs uh five of them earned gary sanchez had a pass ball because of course he did um but tanaka didn't do well it was that third inning where he let up four runs um and the yankee offense on the other hand didn't do much either a couple of big swings gary sanchez went deep in the fourth and then luke Voigt, who is hot right now um we'll talk about in a second went deep in the fifth uh, to give the Yankees their third and final run. But that was really about it. You know, the Yanks had some opportunities late, but couldn't get it done. You know, they, they were hitless with runners in scoring position, um, I think, in like seven at-bats or so. Game two, um, took the 4-2 to two loss. <laughs> Garrett Cole pitched, and he pitched very, very well. Again, he pitched um, exceptionally. Uh, six and two-thirds innings, struck out 10 Um Walked just one batter, uh, allowed six hits, and two solo home runs were the only two runs on his on his um, line. Uh, we're going to talk about the home run issues in a second, too, but he pitched well, all in all. And the offense, though, for the Yankees, couldn't get it done. Um, 
again, just a, a big swing and a sack fly. That was about it. Uh, Luke Voigt in the third inning stayed hot, hits a home run to bring the Yankees within one run. Uh, and then Gio Urshela ties it up with the sack fly in the sixth to make it two to two. But I think uh, in the eighth inning, Zach Britton blows the game. You know, it was two to two. Britton comes in back to back RBI singles. Um, you know, two outings in a row where he just didn't look right out there. <clears throat> and now, you know, we find out after the game that he's headed to the DL. Um, that was game two. Um, sorry, if you're watching the podcast, I forgot to switch the graphic to game two highlights. Uh, I was just showing game one throughout both of those. <laughs> but um, let's go to game three. Game three was another loss today, earlier today. Yankees lost five, uh, 10 runs to five. And again, James Paxson out there. Velocity still down. Five innings, three runs, a hit, but four walks um, against his eight strikeouts. Now, offensively, you know, a couple of home runs. Um, Voight, again, stayed super hot. First inning homer, one nothing Yanks. Um, Labor Torres, RBI 6-3 ground out in the third inning to make it 2 nothing Yanks, but Paxson struggles in the fifth, walks three batters, um, gives up a two-run double, and then a sack fly to make it 3-2 to two Rays. Um, Yankees answer back. In the bottom of the fifth, Gio Urshela hits a home run to make it 4-3 Yankees. But then in the top of the sixth, Paxton's day is done. In comes Adam out of zero. And um, this guy continues to be the bust he's been so far for the Yankees. Um, you know, terrible last postseason. Um, and so far this regular season, he's been good. But I guess this is just an outing that, that I expect to see, again, against more disciplined hitting clubs in, the, in October, you know, where he walks a batter, gives up a double, um, and then an RBI single the very next at-bat to make it 4-4 four to four tie ball game. Um, and then, in a high-leverage situation, uh, Aaron Boone goes to Luis Avalon in relief of Alavino. <laughs> Avalon gives up an RBI single, and then the very next at-bat, he gives up a three-run bomb, you know, with, with some of the inherited runners going to Alavino's line. Um, a three-run bomb, regardless, though, makes it 8-4 to four raise. Um, the Yankees get a couple runs, or they get one more, maybe, I think. Tyler Wade hits a double in the six, followed up by an Aaron Hicks walk. And then Voight hits an RBI single to make it 8-5. to five. And then uh, Sessa comes in the ninth, and they pretty much just punt it away. He gives up a two-run bomb, 10-5, to five, race take the victory. But, yeah, guys, it, it wasn't pretty. Um, again, like I said at, this, at, the, uh, at the top of the show, it comes down to having guys like Aaron Judge and especially DJ LeMayu at the top of that batting order. You know, the Yankee bats, this series were just one out of 21 with runners in scoring position. Um, they scored just 10 total runs across these three games. So that that's why an average of a little over three per game. Um, and then they hit 19 for 97, which is 196 um, with 27 strikeouts. So not a pretty series. And again, you have a catalyst like DJ bringing that contact hitting at the top of the order, starting it off getting on base consistently for someone like Aaron judge to follow up and either get on base as well, or power both of them home. That's huge. And that's what the Yankees are missing right now. Um, so it's a big ass difference without those two guys. And hopefully we can get Aaron judge back 
this weekend as expecting. Um, but again, we're losing Torres now, potentially. We're losing another big arm out of that bullpen. You know, Canely's gone with a Tommy John. Batances obviously is on the Mets uh, who we're supposed to be facing if it doesn't get canceled this weekend. Um, you know, and Chapman obviously just got back. But we're losing guys. We're getting them back and we're losing them. It's, it's, we're never going to be fully healthy. We're never going to be this fully healthy team. It sucks. It, it's, and it seems like it's always been like this. You know, we're, we're so, I'm so fucking tired and I hate to curse, but I do it because I'm pissed off right now. I am so tired of just constantly, constantly, guys, having to deal with bullshit like this where the Yankees are always getting hurt. Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, DJ LeMayu, Zach Britton, Glaber Torres, and I'm sure a few more I'm not even thinking about at the moment. They can't even play. You, you can't stay on the field for a 60-game season. It's hard to get mad at LeMayu because this guy is usually healthy. He was healthy last season. The only games he didn't play, um, the majority of games he sat out were due to rest. But um, it's ridiculous. Everybody else, though. Aaron Judge and Stanton especially, it's like every year these clowns are going on the DL. It is every year. And just this team to be as brittle as they are, I don't see it paying off in the end. And I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be an asshole fan. I may be an asshole fan to you, but I'm seriously just, this is honestly just my own opinion here. I don't see this team, you know, cooking up that World Series recipe. I don't think they have it in them. You know, it's the health that's an issue. It's the constant strikeouts and relying on the boomer bust. And it's that starting rotation, which is some nights it's iffy. Other nights they can have their good games. It's, I don't, it's just, there's too much going on here where I think there are other teams who are more under controlled that have that, um, that better chance than, than the Yankees do. Hopefully I'm wrong. And, and we're not even there yet. You know, right now we're still trying to fucking focus on the division because the Rays now have first place and we're in second. Uh, let me check just to make sure. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure the Yankees dropped <clears throat> to second place. Uh, let's get to it. Where do I go for this? Okay, here. Um, if you're watching the podcast, I'm going to bring it up right here on the screen. If you're listening, bear with me. But uh, Okay. Yeah, we're, we're in second by 0.5 games and potentially could be even more games being that tomorrow night is uh, postponed against the Mets. So Tampa keeps playing and for as long as we're not going to be playing, you know, they could keep stretching that lead. So they're 17-9 with a 6.54 winning percentage um, and we are 16-9. So 0.5 back um, from the Rays now after that sweep at home. They just, they own us right now. They are, they are the Yankees father. Okay. And I hate them. You know, I hate the Rays. They are those pesky, annoying fucks that are kind of becoming, you know, a little bit of a rival to us, but they sweep us. You know, we're off the top second place now looking to uh, get hot again whenever we do play next. I know the Astros are hot and that's kind of pissing me off. I, think they just won their eighth in a row tonight. Yep, they did. Um, wow, that sucks. Yeah, I was hoping they would have lost, but nothing to do with us right now. Yankees keep losing, though. We need them to. We need them to get hot. Listen, look, you go to this 2020 regular season statistics. 
Fucking DJ LeMayu, where is he? I like how they go right to OPS when you go to the statistical leaders. <laughs> of course they do. Hashtag new age ball. Um, you got DJ out here hitting 420 or 4 411 in second place in the entire league. Um, and we don't have that right now. Again, that's so big. That's so big. You know, got the leading American League leader in average sitting on the bench because of that injury. So that right there itself is a huge loss. And then you got Aaron Judge who went on the DL leading the home run, leading the league in home runs at that time with nine. Um, You know, you're missing that power. You're missing that contact. So two big pieces to this team, uh, this Yankees team right now sitting. So that sucks. That really does suck. Um, And fucking that's it. You know, that's that's pretty much it uh, as far as the Yankees go. You know, guys, it's... I'm so tired of these injuries. I'm so tired of everything. Hopefully now, hopefully, Luke Voigt can stay healthy because he's been their best hitter for a bit now. You know, their best healthy player. Um, Big, big week uh, for Luke Voigt. Pushes his average up to 311. Uh, now 10 home runs, 20 RBIs. The OPS, well over 1,000, like 1,116 or something. He is just killing it right now, guys. And um, yeah, I got to give him credit. You know, if I were to do that progress report, usually in a normal 162 game season, if you guys follow the blog, I'll usually post a monthly progress report where I grade everybody on the roster. Obviously with the shortened season, I'm probably not going to do that. Um, But, you know, I would probably give Luke Voigt somewhere in the A category uh, because he's been that great. So he's been at least good. Aaron Hicks, was he at the top of the order today? He gets on base, I get it. He walks a ton, but he doesn't hit. I feel like somebody who gets on base but just does it only by walking should be batting ninth. I think he'd be the perfect nine hitter. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Um, I hate him leading off. Um, It's temporary, though. So, yeah, second place. Um, Bats have been awful. The arms have been up and down as they usually are. And um, I'm going to go watch the uh, rest of the Orlando-Milwaukee game. If that's not over yet, let's check. And then after that, I believe is the um, the NBA draft lottery, which is, you know, if you're a Knicks fan, you really look forward to this kind of shit because we're, we're never, um, never great, never good. So we're always trying to focus on this draft positioning. So, um, hey, this is the night where, or is it rather, is it the night where we finally get our number one pick? Highly doubt that. But LaMelo Ball is um, likely going to be that number one guy. So tonight we pretty much are, are going to find out if the Knicks are um, uh, in contention for him and, you know, but he's not the only guy I like. You know, he's my favorite, probably my number one option. But I love Killian Hayes. Um, big Obi Topin guy. Hopefully that's how you pronounce the kid's name. Um, but, you know, I dove into a bunch of those NBA um, pre-draft prospects a couple of months ago. So if you guys want to check those episodes out, you know, be sure to do so. I think it's like, it goes from like episode maybe 120 to like 130 something. There's a lot of them out there. I dove into a lot of those pre-draft prospects, you know, um, a lot of guys I did 
at the top of the draft, a lot of guys towards the bottom of the draft, some second round guys. I covered some late first round guys and then some early first round guys. So go check those uh, episodes out, guys. It's on my page, you know. Um, the website should be right in front of you if you're watching the um, the podcast. It, it, you know, just go to uh, nysportstalk.wordpress.com forward slash connect. Um, it should also be in the description on whatever platform you were listening slash watching this on. Um, so yeah, guys, that's that's pretty much it. You know, as far as the Yankees go tonight in um, this series, not a good one, not a good one whatsoever. So um, whatever, we move on and hopefully we can we can kind of rebound and get as healthy as we fucking can with this team. So we're gonna head to break one last time, and then when we get back, we get we're gonna uh, get to our NYY NYK question of the day. All right, be right back. Hey guys, really quick, I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media, you can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website, go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys, thank you. Let's get back to the show. All right, so last time in episode 147, um, I asked you guys, uh, there have been three Yankees in the history of the franchise to toss a perfect game. Um, just name one of those. So name one of three Yankees to toss a perfect game in their history. Um, the answers to those uh, to that question, the answer to that question, you could have said David Cohn, you could have said David Wells, or Don Larson. Okay, so could have said either one of those three, and you would have been correct. Uh, but tonight's NYY NYK question of the day: What was Jorge Posada's career high for home runs in a season? So one more time, what was Jorge Posada's career high for home runs in a season? Okay, so again, message me on Instagram or Facebook or um, Twitter. I'm not on Twitter a lot these days, so best to reach me on Facebook and and Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, Facebook or Instagram. You can either message me there or comment on the post once I publish this podcast. Um, So yeah, uh, Jorge Posada's single season um, home run high. Um, yeah, that's, that's the question for tonight, uh, for episode 148 guys, that'll be it. So I do want to thank everybody for stopping by. I really do appreciate everything you guys, every time you guys tune in. Um, and I appreciate the criticism. I I appreciate the, uh, every time I get a like, or every time somebody subscribes or even downloads or listens to it. Um, I I do appreciate you guys tuning in. So thank you so much. And, um, I think that's going to be it for, for episode 148. We've talked about everything we need to talk about. Um, not not a good time right now for New York Yankees fans. Um, I'm sure they'll, they'll start winning a couple of games again um, and, and get hot. But as for now, we got to focus on getting healthy and we got to focus on winning this division. Um, I got to myself. I got to stop trying to jump ahead and talk about playoffs, which I like to do so often. Can't help that. But you know, the Yankees have to get healthy. The Yankees have to focus uh, one game at a time to try and win this division. And um, that's that, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in one last time. 
um, Rob Carbone, your host, Rob Carbone of BD4. BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Guys, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so right now. It means a lot. All right, guys, I'll see you next time in episode 149. All right, ciao. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor. 